Hi, everyone. Uh, so we are back for episode 17. Cannot believe yeah. it, Shani. Incredible. We yes. made it that long. Um, whoop, whoop. I think we officially are a year into the first episode, I think. A, almost. I think it will be launched our first maybe episode April. in April. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we will celebrate it properly. Um, we'll figure out how. But Shani, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about things we wish we knew. Like, you know, things that we wish people had told us, especially like approaching 30 or or our adulthood in general. So, yes. Let's get into it. Yay! When I was younger, I thought... Yeah. I was this person that thought, oh, I can't wait till I get older. You know, like yeah. everyone does. I can't wait till I get older to do this and that and the next. And I didn't know <laughs> being an adult sometimes sucks. <laughs> oh, my and, God. And no one yes, told me it that. It's only when we reach here and every everyone of my friends or, you know, everyone in our age group was here. Then we were like, yeah. this is not it. This is not, no, this this is is not, not what we wanted. <laughs> this is not what I've been promised. I feel I do I do agree that because when you a child, your parents said to you, Oh, you will be able to do this, you know, when you when you an adult, right? So like mm-hmm. whether it is going out with your friends past nine PM or mm-hmm. um, you know, you wanna have a curfew or you're gonna be able to eat all of the sweets that you want for dinner or <laughs> like we can totally relate. Yeah. Um, or um, you won't need to do homeworks anymore because you'll have a job. And I felt like when you are older or when you're an adult, you can do whatever you want. That's what's kind of sold to you. Uh-huh. And then when you're an adult, then you're like, no, like I've got to pay the bills. I have to like, I you can't know, do it. Have... <laughs> exactly. There are like rights within society I have and rights yeah. that I don't have. And when I see um, like, younger people I always think oh my god you have no clue what's on the other side exactly you don't know (laughs) absolutely Uh, and I always think um you know she will find out but let's just or he will find out but let's make sure that for now they are enjoying the naivety and the innocence of the youth blissful ignorance blissful (laughs) ignorance love it so I have one, which to me was, you don't have to have it all figured out. Of course. By 30. Mm-hmm. I think... 30 is like a big thing, especially oh for like women. Like yes. For women, you have to, you have, or you feel that 30 is kind of has to be your peak. So you have to have like the most senior job you've ever dreamt of. You mm-hmm. have to maybe like get married some of us have that objective or like have kids for instance or you have to have the man of your dreams or your relationship needs to be like on the way to being engaged by 30 um or for instance you have to be in the country where you want to spend the rest of your life for those who are foreign and like are expats um and it feels like three i almost feels that if you don't have that checklist then your 30s are going to be shit when actually at none of your 
a like birthdays do you have to have it all figured out like there is nothing exactly. that is a hundred percent perfect at all times mm-hmm. um, because it's impossible life throws us like so many curveballs um is that one that you felt shani that you had the pressure um yeah. on for 30 as a big birthday i mean like i think before that like when i always used to say when i was younger um like I used to say, by 25, I want to, you know, mm. have a kid. I'm going to be married. This is how naive I was mm. as a teenager. 25, I'm going to have a kid. I'm going to be married. I'm going to be living my best life. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but yes. that did not happen. When I reached 25, I was like, looked around. I was like, child, like, are the kids? me. No way. I'm a kid myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That is so true. I literally was like, I can better take care of myself. I'm a human being. Like, I barely, what I don't Absolutely. Gonna, I barely know what I'm going to do. Yeah. For myself. And I'm supposed yeah. to decide the future for a human being. No way. Yeah. And in a way, I still feel like that. I still feel yeah. I'm 32, going on 33 in a couple of months. Oh, my God. I still wait. feel like I am 25. Mm. So I just I, I don't normally say if my ex can just match how I'm like my yeah. how I feel mentally <laughs> my biological yeah. clock can just match how I feel mentally and mm. I'll be good yeah then like your chronological clock and your biological clock yeah absolutely. yeah in my 20s I was more like carefree about like relationships and all these things like I had that goal from when I was a teenager Mm. but then it was like you know what no I don't really want to do that um Mm. at this point in time and I was very laid back in how I approached a lot of things in my 20s and I don't know a lot of people say 20s are to enjoy and although I was laid back I don't think I enjoyed it like I really supposed to so i have my to-do list in my work notepad and then i've got a weekly planner which is i used to have a very overwhelming one uh with like thousands of different things to do like thousands of different things to do and now i just say overwhelming yeah and then i wouldn't do any of it and i'm like okay um if i have to do volunteering which i have to do every week i'm going to do just three things that's it and I'm not going to oh put them God. like on Monday or Tuesday because I know this is the beginning of the week and I don't have the energy. I'm going to put them by the end of the week. And I'm going to, yeah. and every single time I want to do it now to get it out of the way, I'm just going to force myself to watch the TV, be with, um, you know, like my partner, be with my friends, like have a call with my family and do one thing, which actually, Shani, does lead yes. us to being more mindful that's what we feel yeah. that people should have to all us being more mindful yes. and in the moment so what do you have to say about it um you saying that take three things and do them that's so interesting because three things, that's it i that's what i do for work now i take three things they're the most important things that i have to do mm. and i put them on a list and i'm like mm. okay i want to try to do these three things today that's it um and even if I don't get them done, it's not like the end, end of, of the world. world. But at least uh, those are the three things that everything I do, I'm focusing on those. Yes, exactly. And I find that I, I don't know, because I, for me, especially when I'm working, like mm. I'm such an intense worker mm. that because now I've scaled back in the in my intensity, I feel like I'm slacking. But I'm not. Mm, you're not, no. I'm just doing my job at the level that is supposed to be done, at mm. the level I get paid for, to, for it to be done. And mm. 
it's so interesting like I and I didn't have this epiphany to literally just now because I was like why do I feel like this and I never thought like I need to be doing we need like, to have a podcast like, I need to be doing like, more what productivity and is versus being busy yeah that's and like, like I amazing feel like content I, on that yeah I feel like I needed to be doing more but actually no. like, I can't literally take my work into my home life or I shouldn't no. be taking my work no. into my home life Absolutely. like sometimes it does happen you have a deadline to meet you say okay yeah. let me just do it this one time or a couple of yeah. times whatever I Absolutely. know that there's sometimes they're extenuated but it shouldn't be on a regular basis and that's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to do and I kind of feel sometimes I feel guilty mm. and I shouldn't no, but I you do shouldn't. you should um, and that's something hard for me to do and that's something that maybe we wish people had had told us that like work mm. work smarter not harder like you know mm. be more productive rather than you know work every all the hours in the day you know that that's something that we kind of had to figure out in adulthood ourselves um which is mm. fine because you know life is for living and yeah. experiencing things and learning from them so mm. I'm, I'm not mad at that at all another thing this is this is less serious <laughs> yeah I tell me. Oh, when you're approaching 30 women yeah. yeah or when you pass 30 you get hair on your chin like literally mm. like oh my god like I've had this discussion. The first hair that I found, like on my chin, like that mm-hmm. I had to pluck out, right? I was mm. mortified. Sorry, was... how old were you when it happened to you? I like about thirty. It was like literally. Yeah, me too. Twenty nine, thirty. Me too. And I called my aunt, and I was like, we were having a conversation. Genuine. That's not the reason why I called her, but we were having yeah. a conversation. And, like, okay, and I told her on the chin. Mm. Yes, and I was like, oh my god, like I was. Did what is this? See this. Yeah, mm. so I was like, did people see this? And she was laughing at me. She was Anybody laughing. Girl. She was like, was like, no one told me. I was like, what is this? Yeah, I know it sounds trivial, but it's weird. You know, like it's something that you've never had before. And you're so, like, so I think it's like, I think it's almost like the changes in your body that happen when you turn 30. Like you wish people had told you because I like partying till, you know, 3 a.m. I like, I mean, I feel like you're dead the day after. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I cannot do it. I will start like falling asleep and just seriously starting to snooze at a dinner table around midnight. I'm sorry, my the body amount of times I've been like, I've been invited like to my friend's house or something if they're having a get together, and literally I will be watching a movie or doing something or like doing game or something like that, and I would feel a sleep coming over me, and I'm known to be the napper. Because my friend, what she does, oh my God, I love like it. she'll say, "I'll take a picture of you," and I immediately uh, like, oh. and, I, <laughs> and I will WhatsApp you so you can see yourself dribbling. Um, so that's that like, me up. I'm like, I don't need evidence of this. It's like your body changing. I absolutely agree, and I think yes. like you can't eat. Like I used to eat like sweets and cakes all the time in my 20s like it would not mm. show now I have to work yeah. out so hard so yeah. it so it hardly shows it's not like it, yeah. it does not show it's like hardly shows mm-hmm. um yeah so your body like your body changes and I feel that beyond people having told us about those I think people sh- people or family or friends or whatever should have taught us to embrace it versus fight it and I think that goes with you know 
anti-wrinkle cream like I am the first who is trying to slow down the aging process with god knows how many creams I have how much like retinol I have in my bathroom how many hair products I have how many hair products (laughs) yes absolutely but I do feel like there is almost this you should be told you know your body's going to change and celebrate you know celebrate being on planet earth celebrate having those memories in your body and like keeping scores of everything that happened to you yeah and still carrying it on i think that would be a beautiful lesson because our body this is not the end of it our bodies are going to continually change yeah and they're preparing for the next level Mm -hmm. exactly especially as women and we move on from our 30s into our 40s 50s whatever and then we go to that menopause stage then our bodies are going to change even further in ways that we could have never imagined um and yeah and there's so many things especially speaking with my mum that she didn't even know when she was going through menopause oh is going through menopause uh sorry mom <laughs> if no one else knows mommy but, please don't listen to this episode <laughs> but like if she's good not that it should be a secret anyway like because she's no. of the age but Absolutely. like she's going through it and a lot of things that she didn't know like there's a whole load of symptoms from mm. going through menopause memory loss um not a cold sweats hot sweats um mm. those things um so many different things that takes your body into another dimension like, and you, realm that you're like, not yeah it's wishing that we had been taught about like the hormonal changes and how they will yeah. impact basically our health or like uh what like our physical appearance i agree yeah. i really wish um that's definitely one thing i wish i had been told when i was young guys you're going to hit perimenopause. We all do. Maybe we don't notice it. But th- around, yeah. for Caucasian women at least, it's 35 to 36. Uh, mm-hmm. For, for yeah. women of colour, then it depends if, for instance, you're black um, versus if you're like oh, Asian. Like it depends. Mm-hmm. It actually depends um, yeah. because of like how body are made. But I wish I had been told, like I genuinely wish I had been told, okay, just so you know, perimenopause is going to happen to you around 35, 36. You want to see it on the outside, but maybe your cycles will be slightly different. And don't yep. freak out. There is a reason for it. Yep. And I wish I had been, um, I had been having conversation about what to expect. Why is it happening? Like what's happening to my estrogens? And also like how to make the most of your cycle. Because you and I, I know we were discussing offline a while back now, but like there are moments that are that are best in your cycle to do resistance training, for instance, versus yeah. heat, right? Versus mm-hmm. Pilates. Yeah. And those things are so important because if you knew mm-hmm. them when you were like in your 20s to turn into your 30s, then there are things that you wouldn't have tried. There would have been like yeah. workout strains that you wouldn't have had, like, you know. Yeah. But that's the thing with... um it's it's because of the change in the world and where how people are moving to be more mindful and and towards self-care and and stuff like that whereas before like people weren't focused on those sort of things more and especially for women like we Mm. women had to create their own you know way to embrace Mm. that and figure that out for themselves um but it wasn't necessarily told to us how to 
a part of our growing up how to mm. how to deal with these things or information about these things we have to actively go and seek them out mm. um yeah because even I was watching this um thing on tv and it reminded me of our um periods episode where we were talking about um me discovering my period um and I don't think I knew I think I've heard about it but I never knew knew mm. like about how the effects of it and it happening to me like you know when you think oh that's gonna happen to her like not me mm. kind of thing that's yeah I did I did I didn't know like till I picked like I bought an actual book for age 33 in mm. the midst of a pandemic and tried to really understand what was happening to me yeah like, you know I didn't know and like this girl she was like I don't remember how old she was and she discovered a period came while she was like mm. in bed sleeping and she thought she, she literally <gasps> jumped up and she screamed. She thought she had her vagina had been killed. She she thought she was dying. She literally thought oh. she was like, and that reminded me of me because I was like, Mom! <laughs> I screamed, Mom! <laughs> What's happening? Um, and it reminded me so much of me. And it's just and it this was um this was a, what I was watching was set like back yeah. in the day. So it was a quite period, like yeah. a period um film or drama, or whatever. And yeah. I think even then women like weren't aware and that filtered yeah. down like yeah. you need to be having conversations with your, with yeah. your daughter about um things that will happen to her especially maybe not early on but like a like a year or two before she mm. reaches that age you need to be having these conversations so that she's not having mm. that experience be traumatic because if you think about it from the start from you experiencing that that is a scarring experience, like mm. a traumatic experience to know that you are bleeding from your vagina mm. and that you never knew that it would happen. That starts off the journey of not of not liking your period or not mm. embracing it because there's nothing that you can do to really stop it. It's part of a natural thing t- for it to happen. Mm. And if we can like have conversations about it earlier on mm. and the expectation of what it could be potentially for mm. you for your child or for female I should say then it takes away that Mm. feeling of um you know that negative feeling towards it because for me Mm. every time my period used to come literally I used to cry because I'm like Mm. why is this happening to me there was there was this um uh quote that we put on Instagram on the months of um that episode on uh periods which was a quote from the partner of the lady who has We Can Do Hard Things, so the partner of Glenn Doyle. And she was saying every single t- every month when I had my periods, I felt like my, my body was failing me. I felt mm-hmm. that I had not completed or achieved what my body had put me on the word doing, which was procreating. So every single mm-hmm. time I would have my periods, then it was mm-hmm. a failure to become pregnant and to create life and I find it especially really especially after 30 especially after 30 and I and since I listened to this episode then every single month when I have my periods I just better understand why even though I didn't try to have kids on that month um or like try to have kids full stop how there is this element of oh for God's sake, like seriously, you know, and it's sorrow, disappointment, something around it. And it's like your body didn't want it. 
but sorry, your mind didn't want it, but your body wanted it. And there is this like constant, I feel um, like conflict. And then you have to almost like self-detach yourself from what your body is going through versus where your mm-hmm. mind is at. And when it yeah. happens, when your periods happen, you have to dissociate because yeah. else it just like messes up a lot with your head. Um, I mean, there's it's so much true. material to have another episode on this uh, period topic. But you know what? It's really? like, that's, that's so interesting. And that's like, it's yeah, so thought I feel like we need to because, teach girls about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so thought provoking because, like, what you said, the, the sorrow around it, disappointment around it, and like yeah. your body is made yeah. for that. And now it's not happening. And it's not happening. And, oh, it's, there's so many things surrounding that for me. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, he's coming to you and saying is- every single month your body is bleeding yeah. and you are still expecting to go to work. So so during your life, basically, you're constantly mourning or your body is constantly mourning every single month. And despite the fact that you're mourning, you're meant to get on with your life. Just like the fact mm-hmm. of mourning, the loss of a birth that never happened does not matter. But not only that, that takes it into another realm of things where women's bodies go through so many different things and so many different emotions that maybe we're not aware of maybe that that men are not aware of as well and we're still expected to carry on as normal because in society there's a lack of empathy for women in general yes absolutely um, and that we're supposed to continue like yes for me if it was happening to a man um and they were see how they get on with they will get a a monthly bleeding leave yeah, to see that they barely have a cold and they're like, oh my God, I can't, I can't function. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, we, lo- we love you, men audience. Um, but like, it's for the others, it's like, not for you. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like they're more, because they don't have to go through this period pains and, mm. and feeling um, tired and mm. getting, like for me, in my period, I get, I get um, hot and cold, like very very weirdly like Amen. i'll a draft same, where there's no same, draft same. um um like, like here comes the window to... oh there's no yeah, window exactly. in this room <laughs> like they don't have to go through the monthly pain of yeah. these things so we're so accustomed to that having to go through that pain or that trauma it's a part of our everyday life yeah it's a part of something that we have to deal with and they're not accustomed to mm. that in a way they're not accustomed to that so when they're fall ill, it's like a newness for them, a new feeling, something that they're not accustomed to. Whereas for us, we're accustomed to it and we've had to work through it. We have still have to, you know, take our kids to school. We still have to go to work. We still have to fulfill our duties. We still have to do everything as if it was normal. And it's not normal. What we're going through on a monthly basis is not normal at all. And I was reading something that said um, they equate period pains to having a heart attack. Yes, um, yes. And it's like, we are going to work and amidst, yes, some of us take painkillers, pain but yeah. sometimes painkillers don't freaking work. So we're sitting down at work trying to do our tabs and yeah. Betty from, from accounting is trying to email us, asking us questions. And we're like, listen. You don't go away, Betty. <laughs> I'm bleeding I'm here. <laughs> I'm bleeding here. Go away, Betty. But it, it does link back to, I think, the conversation when you start when you start or if you ever start having it with your partner which is okay let's have a baby 
And the reality is that maybe your partner, like it's the first time that he thinks about it mm-hmm. and therefore he needs more time to process the information. Yeah. I think by the time a woman says, okay, let's have a baby in general, because every single month she has experienced the loss of a child she never had, mm-hmm. then the, the woman has thought about it for so much longer subconsciously she has Uh been experiencing you know non-pregnancy for a very long time so she has the age of nine because that's when i first yes i had them like i think age 11 so like really really young as well my mom was 10 i think but absolutely and i think therefore when you start having this conversation about having a child not having a child not knowing if you want to have a child, but you start voicing them out. The reality is that it there is a moment where you feel like your body has failed you so many times for so many years, for so many months, mm-hmm. that you it's almost like you want to take control back of you know your body and what's happening to it. And I and I mm-hmm. think going back to being more mindful, and I wish we had been taught to be more mindful. There is definitely a piece, I believe, that we should teach at school for kids or that parents should be more equipped with around being more in the present, being more in the moment. Because you and I were talking about your 20s, you run around, you try to experience everything all at once. You try to have the jobs that you felt were expected from you getting out of uni you feel Mm -hmm. like you have to travel all around the world or you have to travel because in your 30s you might become like a parent Mm -hmm. and therefore it feels sometimes I think about my like 20s and I like I remember being in business school I remember like studying super hard to get to business school and then I have like scattered memories because everything feels like a cloud of trying to achieve so much and be everything for everybody and Mm -hmm. really like turning you know like become like becoming 30 and experiencing 30 during a pandemic when we were stuck really forced me to be more purposeful and intentional and trying to be more in the moment and think about (coughs) Yeah. What, why is the task at end and trying to do one thing I brag myself in being a, an amazing multitasker but I'm actually trying to step away from it in my personal life so that I can look back and think okay what was the great memory about two days ago yeah and actually remember yeah, try, trying to get more of um Huh, like a meaning behind our experience yes. fully what yes. you're what is actually happening yes whereas while yes. you when you're multitasking you're not in that moment no getting what you need to get from that moment yeah and to be honest i i like being a multitasker that's a great quality a quality which i actually wish i had but i don't i literally mm-hmm. don't have that quality i don't i know it's it's, it's I know, true. I, I, sorry i'm sorry i'm laughing because there is good in both, in being one and not being one. I feel like we've covered quite a lot. Yeah, that's good. Um, and should we move now on to the sisterhood minute? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. That's me. So we talked a lot about um, what we wish that we knew in our 
going into our 30s or going into adulthood and there's so many things but the main thing that we want you to take away is that a lot of what we've experienced and going into our 30s has been a learning process and as we said on the podcast if you're you're still alive still breathing like there's still time to do things there's still time to learn there's still time to evolve just experience life in the moment and we'll be fine so much for listening please share this episode with everyone and your mama and follow us on instagram at excuse us underscore the podcast tag us using the hashtags hashtag excuse us underscore the podcast or excuse us and to get in touch email us via excuse us the podcast at gmail.com wishing you peace love and good vibes from us to you all until next time